I've got a traveling folk hero on today. We've got Corey Campbell, who I live with as well. Yep. He's a ba- he's the basement dweller of the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, who are you? What do you, what do you, what do you do, man? You're, you're a world traveler. You know, you, you go places, and I don't even know you're gone, and then you come back. You're like, I went to Morocco. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, just this past January. I uh, went to Morocco, and that was one of, I think, 11 or 12 countries I've been to total. Oh, so holy I've shit. Been to and you're only 21, least. right? Yeah, I'm only 21. I just turned 21 in November. Hey. Um, Lit. I've been to Belize. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Puerto Rico. That's still the USA, but it's, yeah. it's, it's different, different for it's sure. It's different, yeah. Um, I've been to Canada, the Philippines. I've been to China. I've been to Japan. I've been to Thailand. I've been to Ghana. I've been to Cote d'Ivoire or the Ivory Coast. Yeah. I've been to South Africa. I've been to Ethiopia. And again, I've been to Morocco. Hey. So quite a few places uh, I've been to so far. And what made you want to do all this and just like, you're just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm young. Right. We're all start traveling. Did you, did you get inspiration from your mother? I think. So yeah. for me personally, it was because my parents, they love traveling themselves Mm -hmm. so um before i was when i was in third or fourth grade yeah we'd actually lived in china for two years um and i loved it i love living overseas yeah that's an experience i can relate with uh as i i can tell you i've lived here and i've lived overseas and Honestly, I like overseas better. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I, I think that too, man. I think everyone should live in a foreign country at least for like a year or something. It's so different. It's so wonderful being able to experience different cultures, the way people interact with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, typically here in America, you walk down the street, no one's going to look at you or say hi to you. Yeah, but when you're in a foreign country, you're kind of yeah, just like, people are you so know, nice. you're, the odd, you're the odd man out and yeah, everyone's people, like, oh, who's that? People will cross the street to come have a conversation with you or something. So, yeah. you know, your uh, social life definitely gets up there <laughs> once you travel overseas. See, and a lot of people, I just, I don't think they'd expect that. I think that a lot of people... They're like, oh, I'd feel lonely because I wouldn't speak the language or whatever. But the thing is, yeah. like, when you go to these different countries, a lot of people are like so excited to get to know you. So excited, even if you travel to a country. Like, I've been to several countries where English isn't like even a second or third language. It's, yeah, like just not spoken at all. Which countries are that? Been, um, which that one? Where? I've been to Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. So they speak Eritrean there. Eritrean, okay. Yeah, and um, in Japan, nobody speaks English really. Yeah. In China, nobody speaks English really. Um, typically in Asian countries, nobody takes a second language, but in a lot of African countries, there are, um, places that have English as a second or third language. Like for example, Ghana that I visited, it was perfectly easy for me to get around everywhere to, you know, talk to the taxi driver, talk to the hotel people because, you know, they speak English. But if there is a language barrier, it's not hard to get past a language barrier if you come prepared yeah one with i highly recommend google translate yeah have it downloaded that's my that would be my plug too (laughs) have it downloaded and like um so you don't need the internet access Mm -hmm. um on the translate like you can download languages um 
that don't need an internet access so you can like translate stuff yeah so yeah because you can download languages offline right yeah offline yeah. yeah so even if you're sitting on the plane on the way you can you know read some basic you know hello yeah goodbye, i think that's always good too this? for anyone who's going anywhere to learn yeah. like do some basic, basic shit words you know. you know how do i get here how do i get there hotel police yeah just very basic you know words that help you get around um a lot of times i found that taxi drivers um will know some english yeah at least a little bit because you know they're experienced with um a lot of people coming from different countries people coming around and they yeah. have to you know take them places but language barrier has never been a problem for me traveling yeah. overseas yeah. i think if that's something you're worried about um don't be yeah just don't be yeah yeah because like i got a friend she's uh she teaches english in south korea right mm -hmm. and uh i told her because i was worried too about like how to make friends or whatever mm -hmm. and a lot of times too like people go overseas and they, they teach and they meet a lot of people through the program that they're yeah. teaching at mm -hmm. you know and um you can make friends that way yeah but like, like you said too, you're kind of like, when you go to these places, you're, you're like a hot commodity, yes, you know, definitely. they treat you kind of like a celebrity in a way. Oh, especially you know? as me as an African-American, when I was traveling like in Asia, yeah. like people will, will literally stop because they've never seen a black person in real life, literally, yeah. like that has never happened for them. So they'll literally stop what they're doing. They'll stare at you. <laughs> they'll, uh, you know, they'll... No one's ever been mean to me, you know. Uh -huh. They'll stare. They're just intrigued. Yeah, basically. they're just intrigued. I've heard stories of like people are, like trying to touch your hair and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, people try and touch your hair, and you know that gets a little annoying. You have to yeah. tell them like, no, it's not okay. But yeah, I've never had a, a bad experience with that personally, but I do yeah. know there are some people out there that have had some bad experiences. What was like the worst experience you've had, like traveling? traveling. In your opinion, traveling, um, the worst. Experience. <laughs> the worst experience i think i've personally ever had um like if we're talking airplane trips yeah. i was just recently on morocco mm -hmm. um i was on now i i have like i'm okay with airplanes i don't i honestly don't like flying on airplanes really if i could take a boat i would much <laughs> rather take a boat i've never had that fear i, I don't understand like what's behind that Cause I, just, I i have the fear of going to the fucking airport uh -huh. that drives me nuts like yeah. the build up to it oh, yeah. i'm like fuck, oh man the we gotta go i might miss yeah, the plane i'm I, dude i'm usually at an airport my uncle thinks i'm nuts i'm at an airport uh -huh. like three or four hours, hours before, before my plane uh -huh. Like before they even start boarding any of that shit, I'm there. I'm yeah, kicking it at there. the gate. I got my feet kicked up. I'm watching yep. some fucking UFC highlights. I'm on. Yep. yep. But, so uh, like it scares you going on a plane. It um, it scares me because I've had just this one recent experience when I was flying. I was flying to Morocco, mm -hmm. um, but I was flying from Colorado to Texas, mm -hmm. and we were in the middle of a like a winter storm. Mm now that shit hit differently when you're in a plane and like you feel the turbulence and everything and yeah. you know you feel the drops now i've i've been on dozens like a, yeah a hundred flights and i've only had one really bad experience with flights yeah so if, if you're worried about you know my plane's gonna crash or you know i think i'm not gonna make it over there for some reason with involving planes like yeah. that's just not realistic because plane right. crashes are so rare so rare now there is turbulence that is 
a pretty common the turbulence thing. Turbulence hits me like a truck sometimes. It is a pretty common thing, but that's not something to be scared about. We'll just get, a, you know, some Did butterflies. You, and you get stuff. stuck in like a winter storm? Yeah, so we were stuck in the air. And we had to circle around Dallas for a couple of hours in just Holy this horrible shit. weather. Because um, we couldn't land because, you know, there's also a lot of other planes trying to get clearance to land and yeah um it was just chaos but eventually we got down eventually landed so you you get through your your stress on the plane i had this fucking new york trip right Um, i was going to see my sister i hadn't seen her in like eight or nine years okay and um it was winter it was thanksgiving Uh and i fucking i was flying and uh, my flight had already gotten delayed there was a snowstorm in new york Uh so um I think I got to the airport at like 7 a.m. Okay. for a 12 noon oh flight. It was fucking crazy. Oh <laughs> you know? No, I've never been like that, but yeah. Yeah, five, I was like five hours early or something. Yeah. I'm fucking, <laughs> fucking wild. And, but um, so I got there and I'm just kicking it at the gate. Flight got delayed. I'm chilling, eating lunch, okay. doing some work on my computer. Okay. Flight got delayed until like you know, two, right? Dang. So like. We finally get on the fucking plane at around like you know two two thirty ish. Plane okay. takes off like two forty five. Okay. So we'll say three. Flight in New York, it's a four hour flight, right? Three or four hour flight from Denver. So flying to New York, and we're in this fucking snowstorm. Um, oh dude, we couldn't land. Yeah. So they ended up diverting the plane to fucking to Boston. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we divert to Boston because they couldn't land in New York. So we fucking landed in Boston, right? And we're just chilling there, right? Yeah. And of like course, you're still in the plane. I'm still. I've been. I'm. Oh, I. I no. just tell you, this whole story and like I pretty much never got off the plane. Oh no. So I'm just chilling on this plane in Boston, uh-huh. and I'm sitting next to this dipshit who's like a fucking <laughs> optimistic god, <laughs> and he's like, Ah, I'm from Manhattan. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's fine. Everything's gonna have a couple hours. That was literally how he sounded. He's like, "Everything's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm from Manhattan. We're fine, right?" I wanted to fucking <laughs> fucking yeah, strangle that guy. Yeah. And we got and we got the, I got this other this little fucking snot gobbler in front of me. This little kid. He's like talking to his grandfather, and he's like, "I love Halloween. It's amazing." I just wanted him to shut the fuck up. Oh my god! Yeah, and those planes get so hot when they're just sitting there. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's winter time, steamy. but I'm fucking burning up exactly. next to Mister Optimistic uh, from Manhattan. You got someone yelling in your ear, talking in your ear. You got a oh baby crying across this. The, it was the fucking way. insane. Oh so I'm like sitting next to Mister Optimistic. I want to strangle him at this point, right? <laughs> and they never let me off the plane. I'm starving at this point. I am. No, they gave me two cookies. I got a picture oh of it on my Instagram gosh. still in my archive uh-huh. of my stories. They gave me two fucking cookies, and I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm literally just like shaking because I'm so hungry. They didn't yeah. give me any coffee. No, There's no been, water. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was unbelievable, right? So they, they gave me one option. They're like, are you going to get off? You can get off and get on a plane to Chicago, and then that'll take you to New York, or you can just ride it out. I looked at it. I'm like, I'm like, why are people getting off? People are getting off to go to Chicago. And I'm like, uh-huh. we've already been on this plane for like 10, 11, 12 hours, oh, whatever. Yeah. Why are you get just ride it out at this point? You know, uh-huh. I might as well just stay. They're like, there's no hotels in Boston. You're just going to have to be on the plane. And I'm just like, what the what? fuck? They didn't free comp you hotels? No free comp hotels. Nothing. I didn't get into New York City until 2 a.m., oh, right? So like two a.m. rolls around. I had to de-ice the plane too, and that uh, takes hours, hours because there's yeah. so there's so many other planes there. Yeah, so not they, only that, but they have to do it to perfection. Yeah, so they de-ice the fucking plane, and all the other ones too. Uh-huh. So finally, land in New York. 
um i see my sister and she had taken taken a bus to like to come visit, yeah to come to the uh, come to the airport you know we were just gonna uber back to her place mm-hmm. you know it was not, nobody fucking nobody likes driving to new york <laughs> yeah no way too yeah. traffic in uh, a snowstorm and everything that they weren't prepared for okay. so like She's like, I'm already drinking all this wine. I've already eaten. I've already watched all these YouTube videos. I don't know what else to do. You know? So I finally get in. I walk outside the airport. There's fucking R2-D2 out there. What I shit the you. Fuck? There's a literal... I'll show you the video the after fuck? the podcast. There's a literal... There's a literal fucking robot out there. Outside of the airport, just running around. He looks like a like a, like a fucking R2-D2. And I'm like, what the... Where am I, bro? What's going on with your day? So we get in this fucking Uber, right? It's 2 a.m. My sister lives like 30, 45 minutes from um, LGA, LaGuardia Airport. Bro, it took two hours to get to her place. I didn't get in until like to replace the 4 a.m. the uber driver almost crashed 37 <laughs> <laughs> the uber driver almost crashed 37 times oh i counted it was fucking insane bro that was a day where i pretty much didn't sleep because i got to the airport at like fucking seven right uh-huh. so I, I had to get up at like 5 30 it was like a i was almost up for 24, 24 hours. hours yeah, yeah i felt like i was on an episode away. of 24 with Kiefer sutherland i was like what the fuck is this Shit. dude you know like that wow. that is a fucking flight delay right there wow, that is you know a flight delay. i have never experienced something like that the, no, dude. the worst for me was um i think personally if we're looking at delays mm-hmm. i just it was just recently um in january i was coming back here from morocco and i had a layover in spain mm-hmm. a two-hour layover but that's kind of like flame. do you think that's enough time for a layover it usually like Three or four is like ideal, right? Because two, no, do you have to rush oh, yeah. for two hours? Um, no, because you usually can make it to your plane in time. Depends on the airport too, depends right? Depends on the airport for sure. Depends on the airport. I went to the Madrid airport. It was like the biggest, largest one in Spain, so yeah. I didn't have any problem going around. But um, that definitely is an mm. issue. So you're like you're in Spain. Yeah, I was in uh, Spain, and I had a two-hour layover supposedly but <laughs> my flight coming from morocco got delayed so mm. i was sitting we it, it was on the plane we were just sitting on the plane it got delayed yeah and so it was delayed for an hour and about 45 minutes mm-hmm. so we got there and I, I had 15 minutes to get to my plane so serious? that was not I was running not through a fucking that airport was happening so it didn't happen mm-hmm. so ended up happening was i had to Wait 20 hours for the next flight. You didn't even tell me this. 20 hours. You didn't tell me this. What the the fuck? (laughs) So um, the next flight flew out the next day at like 8 p.m. Did you just chill in an airport? Yeah, I was. So what happened was um, I I went to uh, customer service and I asked them, you know, what what can I do? Do you Google Translate for customer service? No, they spoke English. Okay. (laughs) No, that's the thing with airports. Usually customer service will have at least one person who speaks English. So you shouldn't have a problem finding your way like from an airport to a location because you at least have someone at the airport who can, you know, communicate with you and like a taxi driver or Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. But I was stuck there for 20 hours. I was talking to customer service and they told me, like like you, there were no hotels available nearby. Yeah, well, see, man, that's when you start flipping you know, shit. So, you <laughs> start know, throwing chairs in the airport. It's, it's not my fault. Like, what are you going to do for me? And so yeah. what they ended up doing was they just comped me for a um, an airport lounge. 
so that was pretty so you cool. had your own lounge I, had, I, had a, I didn't even know that's a thing no yeah they have lounges i didn't have my own but um they have airport it's hot as fuck <laughs> i have airport lounges um and like they have they have like recliner seats Ooh, like did they give back. you wine they have unlimited drinks oh, i've been drunk as shit i've been drunk as shit in the airport they had alcohol they had beer they had wine they had a sleeping room they had like uh, a play place for kids. They had what a computer, a place for like where you could sit down and do business and stuff. So yeah. Airport lounges are pretty cool. That's a cool thing to check out. If you have like a a layover and you don't want to leave the airport, airport lounge. Wow. Is where it's at. Airport lounge. Holy if you but shit. if you have like if you do end up having like I wish I had like a better layover during the day. Yeah, my layover was mostly it was at night, so I couldn't like leave. Yeah, and do something. I wish I could have left. Do you try to plan for like layovers where you can just like see something real quick? Yeah, so that's the way my dad travels. He he plans layovers into his travel. So yeah. he'll like he'll be like, if I want to go to China, I'll have a layover in South Korea. Yeah, for really. two days. Oh, two days. <laughs> and I'll just, cool. I'll just stay there and then, you know, go to China. And then coming back, he'll be like, you know, I'll have a layover in Philippines for two yeah. days. And then he just, you know, travels and just. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper also to, to fly that way if, if you know what you're doing. Yeah. If you know. So your dad, like, travels a lot too, huh? Oh, yeah. my Both of my parents are the, the main reason why. Your, your mom lives in a different country, right? Yeah, she, she lives right now. She lives in um, Mexico, Playa del Carmen. Oh, dude. So I had this client. He's, a, he's from Canada. Uh -huh. And he did a vlog in Mexico mm -hmm. that I was editing. So I was editing all his vlogs, and like he went to all over Mexico. One of them is Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen. Yeah, uh -huh. and like that was a interesting. These vlogs are interesting to edit because like, I know like all these different areas in Mexico now, yeah. like Puebla, Tulum, uh -huh. you know, um, Puerto Escondido. I definitely want to go back to Mexico. I've only been once. So yeah, I only went for like four. It's days. not even that expensive of a fr it's flight, you know, from from Denver at least. Yeah, from yeah. our experience, yeah, it's probably even cheaper for, from Texas. <laughs> it's yeah. probably even cheaper if you can find like a little like layover you can get in Texas. Well, I know a lot of people too. They like to fly. Um, since if people people who live in Denver, they like to fly to LA and then fly to a certain yeah. country because it's just mm -hmm. a lot cheaper. Yeah, and it's, LA has access just to a lot of places because it's on the coast. Yeah, it can fly out to a lot of different a lot of people fly from like la to thailand so thailand. they'll go do denver to la yeah. and then la to thailand yep. la to asia is a, a pretty popular um yeah. thing and then new york to europe i haven't been to europe you haven't been to europe i haven't been to europe where's that been you just haven't hasn't does it not interest you as much as other countries i feel like it's so developed no yeah i like going going to i want to go to countries that aren't as developed like I only, i've only been to iceland and i was like really developed everyone uh -huh. spoke english uh -huh. it's a great experience so i haven't had that really I, I haven't had that third world country okay. where like i have to shit in a hole okay. and that's what i want to do okay. dead ass i want to like shit in a hole in a third world country and well, just really just run around China, their toilets are in the ground so really yeah like beijing all, all over china? all over china holy it's, shit it's a ceramic hole in the ground and the way people poop they like say this is like the toilet, mm -hmm. right? They just squat over it like this. Holy shit! And they just go. That's that's gonna be an interesting edit just, when I'm editing this. The, <laughs> the reason why they do it is for cleanliness, so you know you don't 
they don't they think it's really dirty that americans you know share the same they shit on the toilet the yeah because you know you're, you're doing your business from there yeah so yeah there, if you want a hole in the ground well i mean i learned a toilet hack from you you and your girlfriend the other day <laughs> oh god fucking yeah, the, the, the baby wipes this, no not the, well, the baby wipes too because that keeps your ass clean but like <laughs> The fucking stool. So apparently, oh, like when dude, when you sit on the toilet, body. it's called squatty potty. So yeah. you get a fucking stool and you like put your knees on the stool and you lean forward, yeah, right? That is correct. Yeah, and then you poop because apparently it makes the poop flow quicker. Just fall straight out of your colon. That shit is insane, <laughs> literally, because like my dad would be in the fucking bathroom. He'd be in the bathroom for like two hours uh-huh. taking a shit, and it's uh-huh. the biggest waste of time. Like me, man. Like, I don't really need the squatty potty, uh-huh. but that's a very efficient way, like, if I'm constipated or whatever. No, it, it helps. I didn't believe it. Like, she, my girlfriend, preached about it for about a year or two. She was yeah. like, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened to pooping. <laughs> I just, I just didn't believe it. Yeah. You know, the the day I tried it out. It came right out. It flowed. I sat down. Yeah. I leaned forward, and I just had the easiest shit of my life. It was pretty good. So before that, were you a guy to just shit for like fucking hour? Yeah, you know. Oh, I mean, man. Fuck know, that. The, you know, do the stomach pushes. Oh, nah. I've always, <laughs> been, a, I've always been a quick shitter, bro. Like, I'm in and I'm out. Like, oh, deuces. No, no, I drop a deuce, deuce, and I'm out. I'm a little. You know? I take my time, you know, 30, 30 minutes minimum. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like, bro, I'd be, I'd be shitting out like fucking Coca Cola cans, oh, you know, God. but it comes right out and it just clogs your toilet. That's the problem. Oh, <laughs> I remember when our fucking system got clogged. <laughs> what was that? A couple months ago. Oh, Joe's toilet. <laughs> yes. Oh, so our roommate it was Joe leaking from my window. Yeah, <laughs> fucking. So, like I said, Cory lives in the basement. Joe lives upstairs, and I don't even think it was his fault because I think the person who lived in that room uh-huh. before him uh-huh. and before you, because you had that room for a little bit before yeah, you as well. Uh-huh. They were putting fucking tampons in the toilet. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like that fucked up the whole system. The whole toilet clogged back, back, backed up into a shower. Buddy yeah. couldn't even take a shower. Went into the bath. It went into the fucking like shower system and started yeah. leaking down from the basement yeah. from my window. Yeah, it was yeah, that shit. Brown shit. Yeah, that shit. On my fucking window. Yeah, that shit sill. dripping window. And I'm just looking like, what? Where is this fucking coming from? Because you know, there's just random brown liquid dropping down from oh my, my window, and you know. I go upstairs and come to find out, you know, we yeah. have a shit clog. Oh. Bro, I think I'm a master of unclogging toilets. Like, fucking, I get the snake. What? Yeah, I get I've the... I've never used this snake. Oh, dude, the snakes are intense because you have to, like, fucking... You have to, like... What is this called? This motion? You have twirl to it. Twirl it. You have uh-huh. to twirl it or stir it up like a pot. Yeah. You know, and you're just in there, and you're fucking... It's like, an, it's like a bicep workout. Ew, so you know, like, stirring the shit? Like... And, well, you're stirring it to, like, push it to down. push it down? Yeah. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Like, honestly, bro, like, I'm telling you, I, I, I think in a different life, uh-huh. I was a plumber. a plumber. I swear to God, because I am such a master at unclogging a toilet. My best friend taught me, too. Um, this is for anyone who needs a toilet unclogged today. Um, so when you clog a toilet, right, you, if you get, a, you get a plunger. Uh-huh, that's what I usually use. And then you get the fucking plunger, and then uh-huh. you put the suction down, right? So you yeah. suction with the plunger. Okay. Right, and then you flush, and then it's like it's kind of like giving a toilet CPR only with a plunger. Oh, you leave the plunger in there. Yeah, and you push it you down. Flush? You push the suction down, right, and then you just pump it. It's like pumping or like pumping a chest oh, or whatever. Shit. Yeah, so you unclog it that way, right? What? 
And it usually works, like, I say 90% of the time. There was one time, though, Tony had to unclog the fucking toilet for me downstairs. Oh, yeah, he was going in. Oh, God. It must shit that big. But he sent me a fucking boy. text, and he's like, I've conquered the beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Dude. Well, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, so, so you shit in a fucking hole in China. Yep. What do you do if you clog the toilet? How do you unclog the hole? Honestly, somebody got to... They gotta put the glove on. They gotta arm, like a long like what? Arm up, arm up. The hole's that big. <laughs> they gotta just put on the really long cleaning glove, and they just gotta you know they still use the snake and stuff, but it's uh the hole's a lot larger. Really? It's not like that. Honestly, that's perfect for me and my Coca Cola can. <laughs> yeah, no, my Coca Cola can size shit. Honestly, ships. I never had a we never had a clogged toilet in our house the entire. I don't think the entire time. I lived in China. I'm fucking I don't think moving to China. Like toilet. Jeez. <laughs> and they have they have they do have some like you can buy Western toilets. Really? In China. Fuck that. They're not necessary. <laughs> no, but they, they sell the fancy ones. They sell the ones with bidets. Oh, like the bidets. Yes, Yo, though, those yes. shits are apparently they're incredible. They're all over Europe. Incredible. Are they all over incredible. like Asia too? All over Asia. I I think that's where it originated, but that's that shit will change your life. Wait, so like when, when you use life. it, right? It has it has water, so it cleans your ass, right? Mm-hmm. But like, isn't your ass all wet? So you just get toilet paper and dry your ass. Yep. What do you do in like Korea? Because you know Korea, like they don't like using toilet paper. I'm not sure. They, well, they don't like flushing it, so they just really? put it in the garbage. Yeah, because the piping system isn't like great. It's like small. Yeah, the piping system is not what? great. I have a friend who flushes it anyway. He's a fucking sa- he's a fucking <laughs> savage. savage. But he's been ru- yeah, but he's been ruining pipes in Korea for years. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what they would do in, in Korea. Wait, so I you don't... just so you just dry your ass with toilet paper after yep. using every day? Yep. Oh, just, honestly, I'd prefer a, a wet wipe, baby wipes. Yeah, those are key. Don't use toilet paper. So like, what part? So what part of Europe are you trying to go to in the future? Europe. Europe, like, what do you think? If I were to go to Europe personally, I would want to go for fun. Yeah. I'm not really interested in the history of Europe. I've learned plenty of that. Yeah. Um, Iceland. Yeah, Iceland. I'd want to go to Greenland. I'd want to go to the Netherlands. Are you just trying to get some mushrooms out of a vending machine? <sighs> I want to <laughs> I do. I want to see that. I just want to see it in real life. I feel like it's so cool. Like people get to, I'd, like, I'd get a picture by it. I don't know if I would ever do that. I don't know if I'd, ever I'd get try a picture it. by it, to be honest. I'd take, you know, I'd flex for the gram. Yeah. Know, you know, Speaking but. of flexing for the gram, you have some dope stuff here. One thing I really wanted to see is the fake Gucci that you got. Where, where'd you get this fake Gucci? Now, down in Morocco. See, this is, oh, yeah. Got, uh, this is where you got, oh, God, this is I got beautiful. A, a nice little fake Gucci, uh, a see? wallet. Can see that. Oh my god, this looks smells, fucking real. This smells is so- good. <laughs> Whoa, it does smell great. This what the yeah. fuck? This smells like fake luxury. <laughs> and I got my girlfriend a uh, nice Gucci purse. Jeez. You want to know how much it costed me? How much? Thirty-five dollars for both. And it says Gucci on this fucking like little zipper uh, here, and this is very good details. Jeez, yep. dude. And Morocco. Fake Gucci, and fake Supreme, fake Louis Vuitton. Fucking fake. Huh? When are you leaving Asia again? Well, you're not probably leaving in, in anytime soon because that fucking virus. But oh yeah, I don't yeah. really want to travel again till the summer. I, I, I'm lame, yeah. Coronavirus is. is I'm lame, yeah. 
I'm fucking pissed, man. I, I really yeah, wanted to, to do. Cancel your trip. I still haven't got my money sucks. back. It's fucking that so. Sucks. I don't know when this is gonna come out. This podcast, but it's like March or sixth. Yeah, bro. I still haven't got my fucking money back for a trip that's on March 20th. I'm gonna like fly. Air Canada is fucking terrible. Yeah. That airline's driving me nuts. Oh, no. Because like, I went to the I told you I went to the airport uh-huh. and they didn't fucking um. They couldn't fucking do anything for me. When we get on the phone, it's like... You went to DIA. Yeah, I went to Uh DIA. I've never been to DIA just Uh to, like, go there and ask a question. Yeah, and ask a question. Uh So, like, I had to find the off-site parking, all this bullshit. Uh (laughs) You know, they looked at me like I was crazy because I was there. But I'm, like, trying to get it figured out. And then there's a two-hour wait time. For just to ask a question. Yeah, on, not on a not not at DIA, but at um on the phone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so okay. Saying, the whole music is trash. <laughs> it's like fucking rip off. It's like <laughs> rip off. Sti- music. It's <laughs> like rip off Stevie Wonder. Like, it's it's like if a dumbass tried to cover a Stevie Wonder song and he, he's not good at music. It's like that. It's just gonna make you matter over the next two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a horrible. I just called to say I love you cover. <sighs> it's fucking tragic. Oh, you know? so like I was so disappointed. And like I'm still trying to like get that figure out, figure it out. But we all, where'd you get this fucking sword right. or whatever? This my dad got uh, oh. for me in uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, and you can beat the shit out of someone with this. It's incredible. Yeah, I need to sand it again and paint it some more. But yeah, it's just you know some traditional designs and stuff. I don't know how close. You get to, you can show that. Yeah, show the main camera. That's the the high quality one. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Take it, bam! Yeah, look at that shit. If you're watching on uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can check out the uh, the dope ass sword and the the fake Gucci that we have over here. You know. Yeah, so Kari Kari bought some clothing items too. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna flex for it? Flex for the flex for the tube. Yeah. Tokyo somewhere on the shirt. But this. Is a nice little. I think it's. I believe it's called a kimono. Oh, you have your kimono. Half kimono. Half kimono. This I is sick. This Holy shit. Cafe in Japan. Yeah. And they did. Um, like it was an event where they had a live action show of basically Power Rangers robots fighting. Yeah. And it was one of the coolest things I ever see, saw live. Uh, Power Rangers versus robot. Yeah. Let's was, go. It was like an. It was. It was almost like theater. It was like theater, basically, but with you know like fighting and, and stuff. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, you should fucking put the kimono on for the for the fucking whole show. No, the- oh, dude, that's sick. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> and then next up we have these are some pants. Um, oh, these are my my the pants I like that you usually wear around the house. Yep, I also have a pink and blue pair. Which nice. Where'd you get these? Like, um, got you got these in Africa, nice. but like, where do you like go to get some stuff like this? So these I specifically got from Cote d'Ivoire, the Ivory Coast. You can probably find some examples of like. Come back to the mic real quick. Yeah, okay. You can probably find some examples of pants like these um, all over Africa, but mm-hmm. these specifically I got in the Ivory Coast, and yeah. they're like how much are they typically too? See through them, they'll be less less than twenty dollars a pair. Yeah, less. Than oh, these $20 are, dude, these are pair. fucking. You know what these great? What these pants are great for? Fucking dick swinging. 
Yeah, because no, you can see real. right through them. You're just Literally, walking around real. Africa with your dick swinging around. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is better than gray sweatpants. Holy I'm you. shit! This is Ma- next imagine level going shit. to a fucking gym with these is, pants and swinging this dicks. Is next <laughs> level shit. When you walk around, your shit's literally just flopping around. Holy hell. so good. These are the pants oh that goodness. I need. How much were these? Um, These specifically, I got these for $10 each. What? That's 10 US and it's different. Oh my God. That currency exchange though. Yeah. Whoa. So. You know, how much um? Some... How much money do you usually bring with you when you're traveling? Do you like budget? Depends on the country or. Um... No. Cash wise, I try not to bring too much cash. Um, yeah. Can be robbed wherever you travel. Yep. You're not safe anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Not even in Europe. But um I try I try everywhere now that I've been, you know, they if you have a visa card, I take my card and I try to not take out more than like a hundred dollars worth like right. of US dollars at a time. It's like a hundred US here would maybe be like six thousand pesos or something mm-hmm. in mexico right so i try and take like the equivalent of like a hundred dollars in cash and then yeah. i just take we can, my I, card you can always too like take a good amount of cash mm-hmm. and then like just only take a hundred with you when you go out and then leave the rest mm-hmm. yep, like an airbnb yep, or whatever uh-huh. yeah. um as far as like one thing i was curious about when you go into countries where like airbnb is not too prevalent and mm-hmm. stuff how do you like book stays or like do you do book hostels so or hostels. couch surfing or whatever if, if Airbnb um, isn't available in the country mm-hmm. and you don't personally know someone, so you can't like couch surf, um, hostels are where it's at. Yeah. International hostels, um, they always, they have a hostel in every single country. They have hostels mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> They're really cheap, you know, and typically the, the bonus hostels have a lot of downsides like privacy, you know, there's, but you meet loud. dope people too. That's the thing hostels have some of the best type of people yeah. they have people who typically really enjoy traveling for the traveling they're not traveling to stay in an expensive hotel or to do some expensive thing they're traveling to you know see see the world see the world basically a lot yeah. and so you you meet some very very cool I people stayed in one in iceland uh-huh. i was at this guy's um place and um he had a hostel and he had fucking two waterfalls in his backyard wow. it was crazy Iceland's beautiful. Yeah, so he has two fucking waterfalls in his backyard, and uh, there's some lady from the Czech Republic mm-hmm. who um, he was in the hostel. I said that she was really cool. A couple German guys who were running around. They were dope, you know. So like, you just build like relationships with yeah, these people, and sometimes a, like you make these meaningful connections, a lasting connections. Yeah, it's just and really then they want to cool. travel with you. Even better, you know, traveling with traveling alone is one thing, but traveling with someone, I think, yeah, is key is key traveling yeah. at least with one i personally like traveling with one other person i would love that mm-hmm. you know um i'm just very i'm very easy going and like you know because the fact that i used to be on like welfare and stuff like mm-hmm. i'm just down to go anywhere like i'm I, whatever i see i'm grateful for yeah. just because like you know just based on my background so yeah. if someone's like oh i want to do this i'm saying oh yeah it's fucking do because anything's different anything is different. Yeah. any new experience especially overseas is gonna be like completely different than what you're used to like who, who, seeing and experiencing here who, who do you normally travel with or do you no, well normally i travel alone yeah so um most of the times i'm traveling by myself but if yeah. i do travel with someone it would be my sister 
Um, I couldn't travel with my sister. No offense. (laughs) It's just the fact that, like, we're just very different. I live on kind of like a schedule and stuff. Like, when I'm traveling, it's a a lot more loose, you know? But, like, I still, like, if I say we're going to, like, if if someone says we're going to do something and we don't do it, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Uh Because I like to to do stuff and, like, make the most out of my time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know? So, you can travel with your sister. I can travel with my sister. Um... I hate traveling with my sister because um, she never wants to listen. She's always leaving. Literally, always disappearing? Literally. No, not physically leaving me, but leaving something like her passport, oh, her yeah. ID, like her papers, a document she needs to get into the country. is just like, are you serious? Please come prepared. If you're traveling with someone else, don't bring them down. Please come prepared as well. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That is annoying. Yeah, I can... I can travel with my sister. So how, how do you plan all this stuff when you're just like, oh, I'm just going to like, all right, I'm going to go to Morocco by myself. You know, how do, how do you like really plan all this? So, well, I wasn't going just for myself. I was going to visit my dad. So I, I could, uh, mm-hmm. I had an idea of some things, you know, to look up and to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about a country that you just have never like been to? You have no fucking idea. That was Japan. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Japan, um, the way we traveled is we we looked up on a couple of websites. Um, I think it was like Kluke. Kluke was one. Okay. One is called Kluke, and it's like adventure activities, you know, that exist all around the country, and it kind of gives you like a breakdown of how much it is, you yeah. know, where it is, you know, if you can the phone number to call the place and stuff. Yeah. TripAdvisor is also a really good place really? to look. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, we just looked on like we went there more for fun rather than cultural learning. So we basically looked up and planned um, online. You want to do this weeks in advance. Oh, yeah. Possibly a few months in advance. Yeah. At least weeks, not not days, because chances are you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. You you just you didn't give it enough time. So you want to make sure um, you plan in advance not plan right when it's about to happen yeah so you want to plan at least one activity for a day and i like i travel typically for like a week at a time Mm -hmm. so like i like um having a few days of activities and then like plan that out and then have one day we just like walk around you do nothing you just walk around the city you know i think um, those days are the best too we just walk it around and you just you know, you see this little shop it's and you walk freedom. into it. You yeah. get to do whatever you, you want to do in a, yeah. in a foreign country. It's just amazing. We had that experience that our last day in Iceland and our mm-hmm. first day. That's a, I think this is a solid day to do it the first day as well, to just get out of the grogginess and just walk around. So you don't have yeah. to like be stuck in an activity and feel like, you know, oh, fuck me, I'm jet lagged. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But and then last day too, you know, like Iceland's a little different because you have to like drive a lot, so we had to rent a car, and we used fucking Green Motion, which is a scam. They say that like, yeah, most likely you got um, scammed. Yeah, oh, so no. um, I'll tell you that in a sec. So we like <laughs> last day um, we were just like walking around and stuff, and it was cool. And then we brought the car back, so like um, they said we damaged the car, which is like they. They say that for everyone who rents a car from them. So they just fucking lie, right? What? And um, I think it ended up being like $900. That we US had to, dollars? Yeah, that we had to Holy split shit. between the four of us because Green Motion said we damaged the car. They're fucking liars. What? And um, 
And yeah, so we had to like split that up between the uh, the four of us who had went. And um, yeah, it was literally a fucking scratch. So you never rent a car from Green Motion. But yeah, I still have to drive everywhere. So you need to rent a car regardless. Okay. And we didn't even get like, I don't even think we got the Jeep we wanted. We had a mid-sized Jeep instead oh, of a bigger one. So we were like crammed yeah, in there. Equipment and stuff. We had all the, the sponsor oh, items from the brands oh. that we were working with. And we're just like riding around in this like mid-sized Jeep, kind of crammed a little bit. Oh. But um, in order to get to the waterfalls and stuff and see all the cool shit, you have to drive. Yeah. You know, that's your national driver's license is a pretty cool thing to get if you're traveling. Yeah, you have one, or do you want to? I go do on? have one. Really? What? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's somewhere. I wish I brought it up. It's in my room somewhere. What? Um, what country? Or is it just general? It's for everywhere. Oh, yeah, international. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't need that for Iceland. Oh yeah, some countries you don't need one for. Wow, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to start going to countries that um. That you don't have to rent a car mm-hmm. and you can just like enjoy like oh the best ones are where you can just rent a bike oh, okay a do you typically like rent a bike sometimes a when you go to different countries uh, i've never i personally haven't because i haven't been old enough yet oh I yeah am. i forgot you know what <laughs> now i am but my sister has done that and yeah you know we've ridden around and stuff scooter is so much more fun than a than a, a car uh, jenny jenny a was telling me about that with the whole like um so much v- vietnam fun. and thailand yep. They rent like scooters and they, mm-hmm. a lot of people wear their backpack on the front yep. because they don't want to get robbed because people will literally people just will grab ride shit. By, ride by, scoop you and just dip. Yeah. It's crazy. They have some pretty incredible stealing techniques. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had any like, stuff stolen from you? No. That's, huh? that's something I take pride in. I've yeah. always watched my stuff. I, I, I travel everywhere with my passport on me. I don't leave hmm. it anywhere. Um, I also travel with my wallet, my ID on me. I have a thing I keep around my neck. Yeah. I have like a case. And you put it in your I shirt? I put it inside my shirt. Yeah. I just, I just wear it at all times when I'm traveling because losing your passport. Oh, you're fucked. You're stuck. sucks. Yeah. It's never happened to me, but I know it fucking sucks. Yeah, you don't get to do like stuck in the country or something? Yep. You got to go. You're stuck. So and- basically you're stuck. You miss your flight. You have to buy a new flight. And you have to go to the embassy, right? No, nothing's comped. So this is all coming out of your own pocket. You have to visit the U.S. embassy. You know, hopefully there is one wherever you are. Yeah. Wherever you're traveling. But there's there's going to, you know, most likely be a U.S. embassy. But you Mm. visit. Then you have to fill out these forms that take hours. Holy shit. Then... If if you're lucky and you can get it expedited, yeah, you which get, costs more money, by the way, which costs way more money, yeah, you can get it expedi- expedited and have it like the next day or maybe even the same day or in a in a couple of days, but yeah, it's expensive. It's yeah. expensive, and then you have to still wait in the country and then find a new flight. To yeah, get back. It's, Jesus, don't lose your passport. <laughs> don't lose your passport. Just don't. You get this fucking scuba diving mask on a table. Yeah. Uh, where'd you go scuba diving at? Is that, is so that, uh... I've been scuba diving. I went to Belize. Mm-hmm. That's um, a very. It's becoming a popular travel destination. Yeah, so beautiful, so beautiful. If you want to see the ocean and you love the water and you love like seeing you know fish and it's not too expensive reefs, either. It's not too expensive. It's not too expensive. I'd say it's comparable to Mexico, mm-hmm. so it's not too expensive. But yeah, so you went scuba diving out there. I went scuba diving. Uh, not. I went snorkeling. Snorkeling, this. snorkeling. But I have been scuba diving. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went scuba diving. Sorry, in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. But this is a snorkeling mask. Um, 
that's my personal favorite one. Yeah, that it's I pretty cool. Travel with yeah, it comes with the mouse p- mouthpiece that you attach right here. Yeah, and uh, you just you know put it on. Hey, holy shit! You look like the fucking Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it connects. Another piece connects up here. Yeah. And that can be a light. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me in there. But yeah. Yeah. It's just a scuba diving mask That's I brought dope. as a souvenir. What's your next, uh, what do you think you want to go next? Europe? Are you trying are you gonna do the Europe thing? Or are you going to go like somewhere else? I think top three are, I really want to go to South Korea. Same. Really if I have to reschedule my, my flight, I mean, I'm down to go with you. Yeah, definitely, cool. for sure. It, it depends when. We can go to the Raccoon Cafe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drink some fucking coffee and pet some raccoons. Japan, I went to a cat cafe. Yo, those oh. are so lit, right? Oh, I love There's a cat cafe in Denver. I want to go. Really? Yeah. There's a cat cafe here? Mm-hmm. What? Do yeah. you know what it's called? Um, I don't know what, what? it's called. I wish I had like, a guy to look that shit up. I need to go. I love cats. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bro. Hold on. Cat cafe. I'm going to Google this shit real quick. Cat <laughs> cafe in Denver. Hold on. There we go. Denver Cat Company. Denver Cat Company. It's adoptable. It's, so the cats are adoptable there. So if you fucking drink if some you, coffee and you oh, fall in love, you just fucking... Oh, oh, it's, so on, it's on Tennyson Street. And they're open 10 to 8, Friday through Sunday. And then Monday through Thursday, they're open 10 to 7. So Denver Cat Company, if you guys are looking to go pet some kitties. I'm going to check that out for sure. (laughs) No, I'm definitely going to go too. (laughs) We need to plan something. You know what I learned the other day too? There's also like a a place that sells, it's called the uh, Terry Orium. How would you pronounce that? Terrarium. That looks what it looks like. So it's a uh, a landscape shop mm-hmm. on um, West 49th Avenue, and they sell like plants and stuff. And okay. one thing they'll do, I was reading the review, is that they will um they'll, like come to your house and make your house more aesthetic and more plant friendly. Okay. Which is pretty dope. I was gonna like go there and talk to them about like hanging plants from my room, mm-hmm. like from the top. Yeah, like for like shelf wise. Yeah, I was gonna do I that, know, and I was thinking of getting Dash, my cat, some uh, something kind of high for him to sit on. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, like a perch mm-hmm. for him. I thought that'd be yeah, cool. My cats love that shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple things you gotta do in my room. I want to get better light bulbs. Uh-huh. I want to get like the LED oh, ones. Yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's why it gets dark in there sometimes. Yeah. I want some LED lights, and then um. Fucking just hanging like plants from the ceiling would be pretty cool. Just to, oh, like, you mean like like chain, like a chain? Yeah, I'm not sure oh, how okay. I'm not sure how that's done, oh, okay. but uh, I think it'd be dope because um, summers it's hot. <laughs> like I moved in here in the summer, dude, and it's, it's like it's yeah, fucking steamy. I moved steamy. in here in like August or September. Yeah, that room up there. Oh my goodness, it gets so hot. Even with the the fan blasting, you know, it's shit is still hot with the window open. Yeah, so I was thinking, like, plants are really good for oxygen, like, um, around the room. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, we can get some cool plants and hang them, Mm -hmm. and the room will just be pure. Because I I noticed that Eric Hinman, he's an influencer that I've worked with in uh, Denver. Okay. He has a loft in Rhino. Mm -hmm. This guy's got fucking plants everywhere. And I walk in there, the air is just so pure. Crisp. Yeah, I walk in I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. his loft is so aesthetic and just so dope. Dang. You know, so that's one thing I was like, I was thinking of doing. I do need some plants. I have no greenery <laughs> in my room. Yeah. Uh, so, like, so, so you think in South Korea? That's where you want to go next. South Korea, I think 
second. I know on the top three, Netherlands again. I do want to go to the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. I want to visit Amsterdam. I want to go to South Korea. I also want to go to Chile. I've never I've heard actually so many great things. I've never actually been to South America. There's a lot of like. Um, Turkey is another underrated travel destination. There's a lot yeah, of underrated Turkey, travel yeah, destinations. I haven't been to the Middle East either. I like traveling when it's cold, dude. Actually, I like the cold now. I mean, I've lived in hot states the majority of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I was born in, in New York. My parents are from, like, New York City. And uh-huh. so I have this, like, New York-Florida hybrid accent or something. <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> and, like... Polar opposites, basically. Yeah. You know? Because, like, you know... I picked the New York thing for my parents up a little bit, uh-huh. and then like the Florida accent is like, so I lived there. Uh-huh. So like, um, I lived in Florida and Arizona the majority of my life, like eight years there, longest long, long time in Florida too. So like, I just I'm in love with the cold. Okay. I just love traveling when it's cold out, and I think it's true because I like outerwear, I like fashion, okay. you know, like. Yeah. Like these pants, I'd wear these pants, and then like like wear them like hey, wear yeah. wear them over something warm. The summer are so nice. Yeah, you, know. well, you, you can wear these. You can wear these pants too, like um, and um, like over something, like over yeah, something that's over warm something. and a cold, Definitely, right? For sure. And just for they'll style. just pop out. Yep. You know, or like I just love outerwear too, like the jackets I wear and everything. Like mm-hmm. I just love outerwear, like. Clothing for do like you, cold stuff. Do you stuff. like the duality of Colorado? I love it. Yeah, I'd actually rather live somewhere that's even colder. Even colder. Yeah. Damn. So you'd live in like Alaska. That'd be interesting. Yeah, be for interesting. sure. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I thought about moving to Buffalo, New York, a couple uh-huh. years ago. You know, before I moved to Colorado, Buffalo and okay. Rochester and Syracuse, upstate New York, was options for options okay. for me because I was born in Albany. I was born in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. So like. um it's just it's so cold up there. Everything's so cheap though. Like people think New York is expensive. New York City's expensive. New York City, yeah, everywhere. Upstate else. New York, <laughs> you can buy a house else. in Upstate New York for forty grand. Yep. Like it's, it's like so cheap. That's so cheap as fuck. You you can never get a house in Colorado for that t- that price. Yep. And they're like big houses too. I mean, Colorado's because so many people now are coming to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Not even now, but they've been coming to Colorado. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of places like that too, where you can just buy cheap houses. Like Ohio is really cheap. Yes. Like yes. 30, 40 grand. Chicago is really cheap. Texas is booming. Yeah. It's not necessarily, I think, cheaper, but the Austin's size like of pretty, their house. Yeah. Ooh, they have so much space in Texas. Austin's pretty like good price too. It is. Okay. You know? I used to live in Houston. Hmm. Um, Houston's beautiful. It's called Pearland, Texas. My buddy Hanman <laughs> moved to Houston a while back. He fucking loves it. I think um I think it's if I remember correctly, it's the most diverse city in the, the entire country. In the entire country. Which is so like I'm behind that. That's the one thing that. that I I love Denver. I just hate that there's like no, no diversity. diversity. You know? No diversity. I was talking so the the guy who comes here sometimes, his name's Josh, he's like teaching me how to dance and stuff. Uh-huh. He's like, Yeah man, I love Denver. He's black and he's like, I just uh-huh. wish there were more black people here. Yeah, you no, know. Like definitely. <laughs> Most of the black people in Colorado are in Aurora. Mm-hmm. it's true yeah <laughs> you know and um that's one thing too it's just like i don't know that's I try. another thing about traveling you get to you meet everybody different cultures and different skin colors you'll see how, everything how human beings are around the world and how human beings are wonderful you know what i think you should do start a blog like a travel blog, blog. where you like write about your experiences and stuff i think people would really fuck with it like just like not like vlogging where you have to edit and do videos. Just like uh-huh. a blog online. I got a, I know a guy who does it. It's, um, Paul Kurtzwall. He's a, a cop over at the um, 
campus I, I used to go to school at. Mm-hmm. He retired, and he moved his fucking wife to Mexico with him, okay. right? And <laughs> they each brought one suitcase. What the fuck? He was like, that's it. We're doing one suitcase, everything else, we'll just buy everything new or whatever. Uh-huh. And they retired in Mexico. And he like, has a little blog that uh-huh. you know, he runs with his wife, and like, I don't know, it's pretty popular. Yeah, there's a lot of people overseas that um, that just live cheaply and just post videos online of them living and that's mm-hmm. enough to sustain them and they go all over it's a sustainable lifestyle for sure yeah they're like what the fuck do you call those people <laughs> yeah uh, expats i believe expats well i think expats are if you like live there okay. for a while well, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know. i don't know like um I don't know what they're called but yeah i mean there's a lot of people too that just like backpack backpacking throughout. is pretty cool i haven't been backpacking before i want to go backpacking my friend uh my friend emma wants to do it mm-hmm. she wants to go like just backpacking through asia by herself so like where do you sleep when you backpack i don't that's the great that's a great question because i don't i don't know how you plan how do you do that? that shit out because you're just like on the go all the time because yeah, i have a friend he walked he did this um it was like a religious walk he walked from like Italy to another country mm-hmm. and it took him like a month and he was with his family and yeah. I I need to ask them how did they sleep you know because yeah. they literally walked like a thousand miles <laughs> like somebody called Vanessa know, Carlton like, yeah like, <laughs> where and how did you sleep and stuff that's yeah. really cool I, I need to go backpacking I think yeah. it's a it's it's a completely different experience than hotel living. <laughs> I think too, like it 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 makes you appreciate what you have because you're just living oh, sure. out of like a suitcase oh, or a backpack sure. or whatever, you know. And it really shows you like minimalism and what you actually like. What do I actually need? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I feel like we have like me. I'm kind of like a fucking hoarder. Like I have a whole storage yeah, unit in Florida with <laughs> a bunch of shit in it, uh-huh. and I'm like, I feel like sometimes it's like looking in my closet. In the house i'm like what the fuck what, i haven't used this in months what do uh-huh. i need this for uh-huh. you know so i think like backpacking is good because it teaches you um discipline and yep. and just minimalism that you don't need all the stuff that you think you need for you sure. and it teaches you to be happy too with how things are because you're just backpacking and at the end of the day you're just like this right, this is how it is yep you, you, know? you know you're once you start, you're kind of stuck once you're backpacking um, most of the time. So you just got to like get through it. But I think one of the best parts is the people you get to meet on your journey while, while backpacking. That's, honestly, that's the best part about traveling, the people you meet. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you're doing it alone, too, because cool. you have to socialize. Yep. Being alone forces you to have to socialize which is something I hate personally. Yeah. But Yeah, you're a quiet guy. Yeah, but being overseas, I believe I truly believe you open up a little mm-hmm. because people are just so so nice overseas from yeah. from my experience and you know they want to talk to you, they want to get to know you. They're so interested in you, you know. Yeah. It's fucking like, American. <laughs> my friend my friend calls me like an introverted extrovert. Yeah, because there's times where I really like my space, and then there's times uh-huh. where I love to just be to this just like be social motherfucker uh-huh. and just hyena laugh all day, uh-huh. you know. But then there's times, like I said, there's times where I'm just like, dude, I just want to be in my room, uh-huh. want my space, you know. That's why like I'm in here a lot by myself. Yeah. I'm just like, if you're traveling, you should take every opportunity you should to try and go out and be social and have yeah. some kind of connection. Because you have to you think make, too, this is like one of the only opportunities you might you have, have to be in ever. this country. Yeah, ever. That might be, you know, we really know, might not know what happens because, you know, like 
with Iran that happened recently. Nobody's going to Iran now. Yeah. And before, too, people could have traveled to North Korea. Yep. Before. And then there was only a travel ban on a couple years ago. Yep. And now, like, nobody can go there. Mm-hmm. So even just, like... I mean, I, th- I would have gone. Yeah, no, when, for sure. You, gui- I mean, even if it's a like, guided tour, I'm uh-huh. still like, yo, this is North Korea. Like, exactly. You know, how exactly. many people have actually gone here oh, and checked it out? see this and experience this. Yeah, traveling, you get to have some rare experiences, which is pretty cool. I think I personally would have gone to yeah. North Korea. You just had to, f- like, fill out some, like, forms, I believe. Yeah. You just have to follow, just, just follow the rules, you know, when they say you can take pictures, you know, take, take pictures, pictures when you, you know, when you they say they delete, you. if they say delete something, then delete something, uh-huh. you know, I think there's one guy, like, I was like a crazy story, I forgot his name, but I think he took like a picture of a painting or something, I forget, something, I, I heard, I've heard of, yeah, like a journalist or something in North Korea who took a flag, yeah, or something, it was something, and, um, they caught they him. Arrested him. I'm, I, he might. I, I think he, he got. Or, like, I think he got stuck there and he died yeah, or something. He may or may not be alive. Like, yeah. You got to be careful when you go to these other countries because you, you just have to follow the rules. Have to respect uh, other countries' policies and rules. For example, yeah. I'm in Morocco and it's a conservatively Muslim country, mm-hmm. and so many of the women there wear, you know, the the head wrap. Yeah. And you don't have to there. Um, which is okay. But, well, it's recommended. But if it's highly recommended, you should. Yeah, because uh, then they'll automatically know judge too. You. Yeah, people will judge you. But if you travel somewhere to like Saudi Arabia, one hundred percent respect their rules, or you're gonna be arrested. Yeah. Like if you're a woman, you have to wear the shawl, or you will be arrested. Wow, like, I didn't know, you know that. There are when you're going to other countries. You know, one hundred percent follow the rules. Please follow the rules. And that's one of the things too. And don't just like, don't try and travel to a country and change the culture their views. Yeah, don't change the fucking Please culture. don't do that. Please. Oh goodness. There's so many people are like uh, they travel and they're like, Well in America we do it this yeah, way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so what? Exactly so what? We do it a different way. <laughs> yeah, you know, like um, I don't know. Like then, I think like you said, the next place I'm gonna go is Korea, yeah. for sure. And then after like, the, it's probably gonna be like fucking November. Just so, dude. You know, China flights to China are three hundred bucks right now three for November. For November. I was looking at that and I'm like, Dang. man, this virus. Round trip. Or round trip. Round. Trip. Round. No bullshit. I'm like, man, this virus. NBS. What? The Hold fuck? up, bro. I pull up, I'll pull up this motherfucking <laughs> shit right now. Like, bro, the fucking flights are three hundred bucks. No, I looked at I it. I need to go back. I looked at it and I'm like, man, these flights, look, right here, Beijing, 340, one stop in Canada. One stop? One stop, 340, 18-hour flight to Beijing. I was looking at that shit, I'm like, it's fucking, um, it's fucking November, and it's like. Yo, I need to start booking some flights this month. Yeah, I looked at it, I'm like, November, I'm like, this shit gotta be cleared up by then. But, um, yo. Do you have any plans maybe to, like, start... I was wondering if you had any plans to, like, start a business or something with, like, travel or anything. Or you just, like, it's not, you know, it's just more of, like, something you enjoy and just, like, yeah, I just want to go to different countries and enjoy it. I don't really need to start a business out of it. For me, personally, it's always been enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I've never thought about a business to start. Yeah. But now that I'm older... You know, yeah. businesses are starting to come into mind about different online services, you know, I can offer and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's it's becoming an idea to me, starting a business that involves something to do with traveling, whether it's just me traveling and I post stuff and I take pictures or something. Yeah. Or if even 
since I've been places and I've experienced them being a travel agent and I can, you know, kind of be that middleman yeah. and tell people, pay me and then I'll tell you what to do here. Yeah, you know, based off your experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So it's, it's becoming a business idea. I haven't, you know, A lot of stuff takes time too, man. Time. I was talking to you about it earlier. A lot of people just like to rush businesses no, no. and just like launch a business right away. Even if it's a good idea, you have to sit there and plan. A lot of times it takes years, yeah. you know, but like you have to look into everything. You're like, okay, well, I want to start a fitness company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are just like, all right, well, I'm going to start a clothing company. So they make the Instagram, they make a couple posts, mm-hmm. and then they never follow through. And I'm like, no, what the it, fuck are it, you doing? It dies, you know. Yeah, because you gotta, you have to look at all the post. aspects. <laughs> like who's, who's, who's going to do the taxes for this business uh-huh. or whatever? Um, how are you going to allocate money? Um, what, you know, what do I have to, you know, put in, yeah, you know, money, to like manufacture or whatever? Typically, like the two most overlooked things when people are starting a business. Yeah. Or like, how you are you going to, what are you going to manufacture? <laughs> Who's going to manufacture the clothing? How much yep. is that going to cost? Uh-huh. You know, there's so many factors that go into all the stuff that people just don't think about. How am I going to market it? How many times a week am I going to post about it? So you know, deep. like nobody thinks about this stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just like me. So for example, which I almost offered for a while I, I was thinking about doing online coaching mm-hmm. for people who are trying to get into film and photography. Okay. And I'm like, um, I thought about it and I never, I didn't launch it cause I didn't have a cohesive plan. You know, now if I looked at it, I'm like, okay. Cause I, I learned, you know, from the company I work for and just mm-hmm. a lot of other experiences and looking at people who have businesses, this is how I'd start a business. Right. So let's say I want to do online coaching for like people who are getting into photography and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, I'd probably create like three, pdfs to give out okay. for people who signed up with me like pdfs like five steps to um becoming a great photographer mm-hmm. five steps to um doing this or that mm-hmm. so create some pdfs that gives value automatically because you're giving them documents that they can use it for, forever mm-hmm. right um i'd also create like a course on skillshare which would be really good too okay. right so you offer the course on skillshare you give some pdfs out mm-hmm. and then they pay you like monthly and they can call you anytime if they have business you know, mm-hmm. questions or ideas or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, or like you know the best part is the personability mm-hmm. or i said i don't even know how to word but being, <laughs> being <laughs> no yeah I, no, I understand you yeah. but but being personable and um someone's like hey i'm negotiating with this client um what should i say in this text uh-huh. and then helping them in that aspect too you know so like oh, low-key i'm getting like an only fans vibe from what you're saying like an <laughs> only fans but you pay for like educational information yeah well um a couple of guys i know do that with dating uh-huh. a couple of the dating coaches i know it's like tay tay shep he's a dating coach and if you do his programs and stuff online you can like um you just text him uh-huh. and for advice or Mo Abassi does it too, a dating coach uh-huh. and you can just text him for like, yeah, I'm texting this girl right now. I'm not really uh-huh. no sure what to say or uh-huh. not sure how to ask her out. Uh-huh. And you just text him for advice and stuff like that. And he offers like, you know, PDFs and all this other stuff. So okay. I just take a lot of notes from that and people uh-huh. I've worked with before who have like successful businesses. Like Mo made 30 mm-hmm. grand a month mm-hmm. one time. It's also key. You know, you know take f- experience from what you see around you mm-hmm. and what's successful and then try and incorporate that into your own yeah taking all the aspects and then making it like unique to you as well you yep like um just having mentors too like like brandon carter on uh, instagram is a really good business mentor like you can make especially if you're trying to build a fitness business like Mm -hmm. brandon carter is really he he can do any type of business but he's a athlete so fitness is is like you know his his niche bread and butter yeah Yeah. Uh so like um brandon carter is really good too because you can like 
that's like Mo started Mo's a dating coach uh-huh. and Mo started help you working with Brandon Carter okay. next thing you know Mo made 30 grand in a month 30 grand in a month right and um, just people like that surrounding yourself with the right people connections connections right connections. so like um, just having that knowledge do you I think a lot of people they just try to like do it on their own you know when yeah. starting a business mm-hmm. and they don't know like who to reach out to or whatever mm-hmm. which is about being social it's just about like seeing okay what's working or like mm-hmm reading into stuff a little more like hey this guy has a travel blog i really like it what is he doing that i can incorporate in my travel blog and take notes from because this has been really successful for him so i can how can i do something similar but make it also my own different and unique Mm -hmm. try and change the content but you know keep it entertaining but yeah and just like make it marketable Make it That's the main thing. Marketing, manpower, money. Yeah. <laughs> Mark sure. three M's uh, to start a business. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thank you, sir. Yep. For coming on. Thanks. Well, my, my line at the end of this now is uh, thanks for an honest conversation. Okay. I, I had a very honest conversation. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanted to like talk about at all? You think? Um, any like advice that you want to give to yeah, anyone looking to travel? Advice-wise, please don't be scared to go travel the world. It is not scary. Especially alone. Please go to Africa. Okay. Not everywhere looks like a hut and a fucking desert. You know. Yeah. Africa has cities. Africa has hospitals. Africa has zoos. Africa has everything that America has. It just, you know, visually looks different. So please it's literally travel just to all Africa. stereotypes. It's all, all stereotypes and media. It's all perspective. All and when you go there, you realize you will, that, right? You will realize, it like, wow. No, but... I actually experienced that. So when I was younger and I moved to China for the first time, I thought everything would look like a martial arts movie. Yeah. You know, and it didn't. It just looked exactly like I was, you know, living here. (laughs) Except everyone walking around was Chinese. Yeah, and the culture is just a little different. It's just, you know, please travel. Don't be scared of people. That's that's my ending advice. Lit. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no problem.